Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, we welcome you in. It's Look, man, a lot happening over the weekend, depending on what you were watching. History made in the PGA. I don't know if there was any history made on Saturday with 10 games played, although everybody's jacked up about Justin Fields now. It's amazing, right, where Jalen Hurts just can't win. No, and he just threw two (laughs) picks at practice, I understand. Oh, well, maybe he can't. Exactly. Maybe I was thinking of something completely different when I was thinking of that, and you just reinforced it. So let's not bury the lead today. Right. Jalen Hurts in practice following the praise that he got from Nick Sirianni through what? Two picks? Yeah, he apparently threw uh, two picks. Uh, Of course, they've got the joint practices going today and really all week leading up to the game on Thursday night with New England. And uh, Judon, uh, who the Patriots picked up from Baltimore in the offseason, made a pick, and then he threw another one to someone else. I forget who. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was football this weekend. There was history actually made in baseball, apparently, on Saturday, Saturday night with really? the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are the next team oh, yeah. for the Philadelphia Phillies as they now go on the road after dropping the series to the Reds. This Tyler Gilbert, apparently in his first start, had a no-hitter against the Padres on Saturday night. And the the Arizona Diamondbacks actually took three of four in that series. It wasn't until Tatis made his big right. return yesterday where he hit two bombs that the Padres actually won. So, so some history there. But now he was the fourth guy, right, I think, in the history of the game yeah. to do this. And you had a couple of great baseball names of guys who have also accomplished this feat. Right. Not to be outdone, by the way, how about the first time we had, what, a five? Correct me if I'm wrong. Golfer playoff. Six. Six, pardon me. It was six, yeah. Six. That's the first time ever. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, it was crazy. It was like you were at a member guest and all six flights had their groups out on the same hole. It was was madness. And Kevin Kisner ends up with the win. I had Adam Scott, and he had a chance to win it and missed like a four-foot, five-foot putt, whatever it was. Uh, to to win it outright, but uh, he did cash a bet for me. But yeah, a big weekend in golf. You had the U.S. Amateur, uh, which was completed out at Oakmont. Boy, yeah. take a look at that golf course. That golf course Beautiful. is unbelievable. No, I played with a guy on Sunday morning at, at my spot, and mm-hmm. he was mentioning about how the the amateur was on. He was going to go home watch it, and yeah. Oakmont is raving. About the course, so, oh, uh, unbelievable! Yeah, yeah. Man. I, I, one of the hardest it, might be the hardest place in the in the world to play, right? Yeah, some say that, so I know I got to take their word for it. So I was riding such a hot streak in baseball until yesterday, where losses for me outside of the one Philly Matt Moore. This <laughs> is how hot I was, Harry. That Matt Moore was my lone loss, not push because I voided a couple of tickets over the last three days with just 
you know, laying one or, or buying one and it pushing. But that's what I'm saying is the only loss I had in three days was Matt, fading Matt Moore wow. of all people. Right. right. And who uh, would have thought that he's oh. out, of the, out of the three pitchers that the Phillies had going against the Reds, Wheeler, Moore, and Nola, Moore would be the guy who gets the win. Amazing. Amazing. And a decisive win. I mean, it wasn't yeah. even it wasn't even close. No, and I, then I yesterday, I, I think that's what it is, is. I got my teeth kicked in, went 0-3, had to live bet the hell out of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, Matt Moore. <laughs> so you were chasing yesterday. Is that right? You were live chasing. <laughs> I actually had a positive ROI yesterday because of the two live bets. Now, one, I saw PGF put up as far as a live bet, and it moved up a little bit, like a half a run. So I thought, you know what? Let, let me jump on this. And the other was the Miami-Chicago game mm. that was seven and a half, and that got a little tight. But, yes, I, I, I would, did something you never should do, chase, chase, chase. But, I, I look, you know, the, the crazy thing for me over the weekend was how Jalen Hurts not only has a good game in that limited action we saw, but also the day after, I think it was Saturday, right? Saturday, Nick Sirianni comes out yeah. and says that Hertz looked better than even he thought once yeah. he looked at the film, right? Once, yeah, once he went back and looked at the film, the quarterback played even better. Now, think about this. What happens after that? Saturday, we see later on, we see Justin Fields come out and have himself, uh, what, second quarter and third quarter, right? Now, yeah. Trey Lance got a lot of love and stuff. This dude's hitting wide open guys. Yeah. The fifth string cornerbacks are falling down. But yeah. Lance was five of 14 and got sacked four times. Oh, the, the, the second part of Trey Lance was way worse than the good part was for the beginning of it. But anyway, yeah. the point being is that Justin Fields has himself a preseason game. And what happens? You see Eagles Twitter populating with. I told you they yep. should have taken Justin well, Fields. In the he was there. Time. He could have been taken. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He looked pretty poised. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his numbers, what, he was 14 of 20, 142 yards, a touchdown, uh, carried the ball five times for 33 yards, and it's uh, with a touchdown and a fumble. Right. So his rating was 106.7, whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, that I don't know. But he played overall the best of all the young guys. Andrew, Barrett all right, now we're back to Gary normal. Mays. All right, welcome in. Now we're joined by the network. Sorry, Ron, I was on the brick there, but that's my fault. Should have been on this one in the first place. So we are now a week into the NFL preseason. All yeah. of the overreactions are here, man. Mm -hmm. right? What's the biggest? Let's look at this. And we can count ours if you want to, but I'm just curious. Over a week now, or I guess like a weekend's worth, I don't count the Hall of Fame travesty, but what is the biggest overreaction that's come from the first round of games in the preseason? Um, the biggest overreaction in the league. Well, you know, everybody's going gaga over Justin Fields uh, for his performance against the Dolphins, and rightly so. He played as he played as better than any of the new young quarterbacks. I mean, Mac Jones looked okay uh, for the Patriots. I, I went back and watched some of that game against uh, Washington. Trey Lance, people, you know, are gaga about one of the throws that he made. 
but right. he was five of 14 and got sacked four times. I mean, that's, that's, that's not the greatest beginning. Trevor Lawrence, you know, had some flashes, but he, you know, he had a fumble, a couple of sacks, uh, made it, made one or two nice throws. Zach Wilson had some limited action, looked okay. Not much, uh, right? Not much. I think it was like six for nine for, you know, 60 some odd yards. Not, not a big performance, but it, it's, it's positive. Um, Jordan Love even played uh, quite a bit, and then he ended up getting hurt. Yeah, he hurt his shoulder, but he, he he played pretty pretty good for the pack. And that's the thing is, we know he's not going to play at all, right? This year, right? But, yeah, I mean, we saw we saw some pretty big ones, like some pretty obvious ones that I think that you laid out as well. What about the Saints? Right? I mean, Taysom mm. Hill. Th- there's no way this guy can play the quarterback position, no. right? No, not a not a starting, not not permanent. No, it's it's a spot, you know, sort of a gimmick type of deal. That's right. all he is. And Winston was not great. No, right? no, he was not. Ooh, and then we also had this kid who had who broke this ridiculous run at the end of the Patriots preseason game. Oh yeah, they're they're running back they drafted out of Oklahoma, Winston, right? Yeah, it was ninety some odd yard run, some odd yard run for a touchdown. Right, which yeah. which is a total outlier because they knelt twice and had to then run the ball out mm-hmm. because they were calling timeout. So now because the priest, the Patriots running back is always going to be by committee. Nobody knows what's going on. People, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. bump him up. Let's bump him up. Tough to run fantasy football with Patriot running backs because you never know who's going to get the awesome. the rock that week. Impossible. Man. It's isn't it amazing? Like one guy will have like a, a great week or two, and then you won't see him for six weeks. Right. It's bizarro. Then, seriously. And then the guy comes back, and yeah, it's like the reason why they win the game. Yeah. So it it doesn't make any sense. Like where's Rex Burkhead? He went somewhere else. Uh, I forget where he is, but he's on a squad where a bunch of veterans are ahead of him. Oh, Texas. All right. So he's in Houston. That's right. Okay. And, you know, he moved ahead, I think, of Johnson barely. But, you know, you've got two guys right there that are veterans ahead of him. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, yeah, Burkhead's going to be forgotten. But watch these Patriots guys. They find James White like that. Right. Role right. Is never going to die in a Belichick system. Uh, yeah, he's had, he had a bunch of big games and then would disappear for, for weeks on end and then come back and have another big game. Right. Yeah. Right. That would be another thing where it's just like, oh, what happened to this guy? And oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. That's right. Um, now, did you do any DFS? Yeah. Baseball and golf. I pretty much won my I, I won like a couple extra bucks over what I put in. OK, so, so it was a net positive. Yeah, net positive on that. There were a couple of tournaments. Let me think. What? Oh, the the NFL preseason. I, I just get my ass kicked. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. And, and look, I do a show with a guy. We should bring him on at, at some point. Where Matt Kajeski, and this dude is like as deep and inundated in college as you know you and I know. College fantasy? No, college football. Oh, but I'm so, saying fantasy college football. No, 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 not fantasy college no. football. But but what happens is he's so deep. It's like Calabrese, right? A guy who could come on and talk intelligently about the Sun Belt mm-hmm. or you know the six team deep race it might be in Conference USA, whatever. Think about how equipped these guys are for NFL preseason DFS. Yeah, because you're looking at. Third and fourth string guys. Exactly. Who are going to play yeah. a lot. Right. Shy Smith. 
well, yesterday, right? Mm. Right? That is S-H-A-I, right? So a guy like that who, you know, the average person would know. It's a, oh, yeah, you know, Harry be like, yeah, I remember that guy. He's a wide re- third-string wide receiver at LSU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamar Chase in front of him. So you never know if he's going to get the ball. Something right. like that, right? No, I'm uh, – And a I'm lot like, of those guys are good, too. Well, that's the those thing. guys that never rarely see the field at a big school like that. You're like, yeah. where did this guy come from? I never even saw him play. Yeah, it's because he had a couple of first rounders in front of him. Right, right. I mean, think about the benefit that we have of seeing a guy like PJ Walker. Yeah, and also the connection that we knew. And they didn't start Darnold. No, I got he didn't my play. Here's Aton Shander. Barrett Brooks and Harry May. So this is week two now, the preseason. And I, I just wonder how much we're going to see. Uh, like, here's the thing. Are we going to see ones in week three? Because uh, that's what I'm thinking. We are. I, I, I am because there's like a 17-day window between the last preseason game and the Sunday uh, that most of the teams play for first Sunday. That's a long time. Right. Like if you're playing them in week two uh, as their week three game, you know, like the typical, you know, the most reps the starters get, that's a long time to go uh, from it's actually 20, 20 some odd days over three weeks. Yeah. Until they play again. I, it's, I, that's what's making me think it might be a week three where they, they get not only reps, but they get a lot of reps. Is there a way like how do you get around that? Because you're right. And by the way, Rob Motti is going to join us at 1140. Oh, great. Yeah. You're right. And and that's what I'm curious about is, I don't know, like the point you just made, I think, holds, right? Where how do you get around? Whoops. Did you lose me? No. I just see a different background. Yeah. I don't know. I've yeah. changed it in the break. That's weird. The green screen. So how do you get around that? Do you play guys three quarters into the second preseason game and treat that next game like a bye. But then to your point, you're off three like three weeks. weeks. Right. Yeah. I think I, I just think that's too long. I, I think, you know, maybe you play them uh, twice the amount of reps they got in week one. And then week, week three is the, is the week where you give them like, you know, two quarters and get them out of there. Because you still have 17 days until the opening Sunday. I mean, it's two weeks until Tampa and Dallas open right. the season. Right. And then that's a Thursday, not right. Then you have right. to wait a couple of more days. Right. So technically, I, I don't know. You know, I honestly I think at this point we have to do something where prepare for a guy to go out there and get hurt in week three. Not that we want that, but just prepare for it. But I think the reason why I bring this up is because it's inevitable. Like, you're right. There's no way you can go that long, especially, look, Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts, yeah, right, Miles Sanders even, definitely yeah. Kenneth Gainwell. These types of guys that young guys that are playing here, McPherson, right, anybody that that is going to see the field this year has that's young, right? Like Jason mm-hmm. Kelsey doesn't They need start. reps, the young What guys. about the line? What about the line? Well, I mean, do you you have to start a first string you, line if Jalen Hurts starts, right? Yeah, you got to have him in there for a couple series, as long as you're starting quarterbacks in there. No. Yes, but for how long? Like that's why I I, I mean, think about this: if you're Jalen, if you're Nick Sirianni, 
do you start your first string offensive line for a series, pull them, but then keep Hurts out there? No. No. No, I wouldn't do that. I think you're right, actually. I think you're right. I think they're going to play a quarter. It would make the most sense now if the first stringers played a quarter. So what's that? A series? Basically two series in the first game, probably a half in the second game, and then... I don't know about a half. Really? A quarter. And a then quarter? a half in the third game. You want them to play a half in the third game? The, the yeah. starters? Yes. Yes. Wouldn't you want it? Why? Just to build up to something? Sure. Yeah. All right. See, this is what I don't understand, though. Are teams going to treat week three like normally week three or some hybrid of week three and week four? Because if, even if it's some hybrid of that, Harry, I don't think you get a half. You still need to look at guys who you know are not going to make the team, but mm -hmm. just give them a shot. Like, that's what the week four is all about. And for so long, while fans and a lot of veterans and people just hated it, yeah, teams use it. Yeah, week four was a disaster. Right. There was no, there's no need for that. It was, it's usually the Jets, too. And it's ironic that the Jets are in week three, which is now your last preseason game again. It's always the Jets and the Eagles. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> Every time it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, okay. That's fine. That works. Now, mm. who the hell knows what you're going to get from this game anyway, but the only thing that, I, that we're going to look at is probably just more playing time, right? Yeah, more playing time. It's going to be kind of interesting because, you know, Sirianni in his first year as a as a coach, it's his second preseason game, and here he gets to spend the whole week, you know, on the same field with you know arguably the greatest coach in our time, and you know th there's meetings between the coaching staffs. He's going to be able to glean some stuff from from the hoodie. I think that's a positive. That's a good week. You think you think the hoodie gives anything to anybody here? I don't. He's, he's not going to be. He's not going to be. Hey, look at this. He's right. like, no. But they do have to coordinate together to plan the practice. So he's going to learn some things about how pit. You know the Patriot way. You know so, about how they yeah. practice. I think you know? you're right. My theory on it would be if Belichick didn't like this, then there wouldn't be this. Right. But the right. fact that there is this and he partakes in it makes mm -hmm. me believe that he likes it. Mm hmm. You know why? Well, he gets to but, look at another team for yes, three days. Because think about that, right? Like <laughs> he gets to go over to somebody's house and look at all of these treasures in a garage that somebody thought isn't worth crap. And next thing you know, there's a Honus Wagner rookie card. Right. And it's, and it's it's getting sold for $6.6 .6 million. <laughs> exactly right. Just sitting there <laughs> collecting dust. Right. So yeah, that's all these are for Bill right. Belichick, just rummage sales. Yeah, he's rummage. He's looking at the at the roster of the Eagles and thinking, hmm, I can do something with that cornerback over there. That they're going to release him on the street in about a week. I tell you, you know what? You're right. It's going to be Tyree Jackson who's oh, going to get released. He's not going to get released. No, and then you this better kid, not. This kid's going to come out there and do some damage up in New England, throwing right. and cat. He'll throw it to himself. Right. You don't think he's got to be on the team, right? They already have yes. the two tight ends, but what about Dick Rogers? Richard Rogers? Yeah, I mean, he's their blocking guy he's right a good, now. Good veteran. If he gets released, somebody will snatch him up. Well, but, wouldn't you rather have Rogers than Jackson? Or you? I don't know, man. I think this Jackson kid, that might be my my overreaction for the first week of camp okay. is, with that, is with that tight end. 
But if you had $6.6 million laying around, would you actually buy a stupid baseball card? Okay. The only way I would buy it would be if I know that you could flip it for yes. $10 million. Right. right. Like <laughs> I was in there on a, that stupid NFT thing on DraftKings, trying to get that Brady. And now I'll try to get this Gretzky because I know that there's going to be a market for it. I but don't even understand that stuff. Think of it. If, if only 750 people have some sort of signed JPEG of Wayne Gretzky's ugly face, that in itself is going to create demand, right? Because you know, oh, they're only mm. one of them was. Well, going- yeah, there's there's got to be another eight hundred Mertitises out there that would want it. Exactly, exactly. Now minimize that to just one, right? And mm. you have the one in Honus Wagner. So my guess. Now look, I don't know how much baseball cards are still increasing, or if they're dealing with trends or if there's a, a depreciation for the majority but let me see this because i just saw the exact number you said 6.6 million right is that what it was yeah 6.6 million 1909 honus wagner card and that's a record by the way 6.606 yeah. most ever paid for a sports card now we had 5.2 million for a 52 mickey mantle all right i'd rather have the mickey mantle so only about 60 T206, that's, I guess, the, the number of it. Honus Wagner cards exist, and only four carry a grade of three or higher. The buyer's an East Coast collector. Right. All right. So, look, if he has one of four Honus Wagner cards, you would think that you could flip that, right? You would think, yeah. So, so I don't a, know. What's a nice profit? Here's the thing, though. This might be one of these, like, you know, bet three units to win one unit thing. Like, maybe you spend six million to flip it for seven and a half million, but that's the only way you're going to add a million and a half to your bankroll here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know with auction as well how much that would drive up costs. I imagine auction is a big part of it, right? You would think, yeah. Creating a market and a demand. It's like anything else. You know, it's like putting your house up for sale right now and maybe yeah. pricing it just a little bit under what you think you can get for just so people come in and try to bid it up past what you really think you should get it for. That's a great point. And I think, yeah, that, you know. So if you have that element on top of this cards just being so, so unique, four carry a grade of three or higher, then I yeah. think it's a no-brainer, right? Wow, play action reel on the stream. This is phenomenal. This is not only getting the show, but just going next level. Honus Wagner, right? Right. He goes, not Porter Wagner. Uh, now, do you know who Porter Wagner is? I do not. I know who Robert Wagner is from Adam's Exploits, but I well, do yeah, not. He's an know. actor. He was an actor, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Was it that was that the guy with but would put the battery on his shoulders and I dare you to knock this off in the commercials? Robert Wagner? Was that him? I think it was. Was it a Duracell uh, battery or something? But anyway, Porter maybe. Wagner, I think, was a country music guy. And I think he was part of the show Hee Haw back in the 60s and 70s. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's a great poll by Play Action Reel. I didn't know that. Who's the most famous person to come out of Hee Haw? Roy Clark, maybe, or Buck Owens. 
Buck Owens. Buck not, Owens was great. Not Buck Adams. No. Okay. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> wow. I don't think Buck Adams came out of heat. Buck Adams is no longer with us. Is that right? Did he yeah. pass away? He passed away. That man lived a great life. No <laughs> argument there. All right. We got a lot happening here. Rob Motti is going to join us this hour. We'll see if we can track down some other people. Barrett will be back with us. Now, Barrett's going to be back Thursday, right? I think he's Not gone right. for three days. Yeah, he's in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. So any questions you have, hit him up on Twitter. We'll see if he pops in the show as well. All right, we'll see back. if he answers you. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. That's That's another part of it. Good <laughs> luck. We're back in three across the board. It's the middle. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. All right. 
five rocket mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brook, and Harry Mays. Okay, so anything new coming out? Anybody throw another interception or fumble or do anything that we should know about with practice? Nah, nothing that I've seen. Uh, but I gave out some bad information in the previous segment. Uh-oh. Hee-haw? Yeah, I was mistaken. I was associating Porter Wagner with hee-haw. He had nothing to do with that show. He had his own show. And Play Action Reel and a couple of the other guys on the stream are right. That's where Dolly Parton got her introduction to the world, was on the Porter Wagner show in the late 60s. Okay, so Porter Wagner not with hee-haw. However, Porter Wagner associated with launching the career yeah. of Dolly Parton. And for this, I will always be grateful. Oh, look at that. Love so now, now you know, by the way. Exactly. Just that... got to set the record straight. Okay, that's that's fine. All we right. like to do that here. Yeah. You know, by all means. <laughs> got it. These blow-by-blow the blow tweets about practice are just hilarious, though, aren't they? Yeah, I, I don't know if there is anything else that we can take away. Like, I'm not watching Summer League. No. I did not watch any summer. I watched a little of the football over the weekend and I DVR'd the uh, Patriots game because I wanted to see them because they're playing the Eagles this week. Mac, so I took a look Mac? at that. Yeah. It's all little Mac Jones. You know, he, he looked like he, he looked like, you know, he, he's getting it. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I can see that as well, but no, I, I'm with you, man. Like I watched the Phillies are just to, try to pay attention especially if there was a wager on it but for the most part i was just watching like i wasn't watching with expectation even the eagles game it's hard because it's our team mm -hmm. but i felt like it was pretty easy even yesterday right it was pretty easy to watch that panthers colts game if you weren't in it for major expectations well yeah the panthers didn't play anybody yeah, that's another. They didn't play any of their big starters, so no. Uh, McCaffrey clearly out. Uh, Mc, you know their top two back. Arnold. Yeah. So again, if you go into it like, "Hey, it's football," right? Then fine. But I'm not saying like you have to be jacked up. Oh my god, yes, the NFL's back, and let me just go crazy because mm -hmm. I can watch football. No, no, no. But it, it's nice to have that on. Maybe for you, golf and some others, right? Golf mm -hmm. as well, but. It's just nice to have that on in the household. It is. Now I'm just wondering what I'm going to do. I'm going to be, you know, how many college games are we going to be able to watch during that two and a half week drought between week three of the preseason and the start of the NFL? That's college will be on, but. Right. Well, you know. we'd have to look at that because what's week one. I think that's my first props and locks. Actually, oh, yeah. That Thursday night because it's a Fox game. Well, did you right. do more? Uh, did you do QVC this past Sunday again? No, no, no. I have to wait for this next product to come in. Everything's backed up from overseas. You well, know? yeah, you can't get anything. No, I mean, stuff is just piling up in China right now to ship out. I, I mean, had to go to three different golf galaxies and Dick's Sporting Goods to cobble together enough golf grips to regrip my golf clubs. Because they're out of everything. And they, they say, well, yeah, we're not going to even get those probably till middle of next year. I'm like, are you kidding? So did you play with the new grips yet? Yes. Or tomorrow, the first day? No, I played uh, all weekend with them. Makes a big difference. It's like having new clubs. Yeah. Speaking of which, I lost four clubs 
over the span of four outings. So I had to go get some new ones. What? Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. I lost. You just my... leaving them on the gr on the ground. Lobwich, eight iron, six iron, and three hybrid. God, what? How do you lose a three hybrid? I don't know. I think it fell out of the golf bag when I was on. I rarely take a cart. And my brother-in-law was driving around all crazy like a madman. And I think one of the clubs was loose. Next thing you know, I couldn't find it. So I went out. It was a nice excuse to go out and buy yesterday. So I get a three hybrid, a oh Ping G425. Oh, the driver? No, hybrid. Oh, because I, I, I played with a guy who has that driver this weekend. It's a nice club. There's Yes, a lot of people raving about yeah. that. And I also got the Sim Max five rescue look at you i'm gonna start blasting that five re because everybody i know that's that's significantly better than me has a rescue hmm. and they hit that sucker a lot yeah. on the fairway out of the rough all this other stuff so hmm. no i only threw one club and that was uh, a while ago that was on a c9 where you're able to get away with throwing stuff okay yeah so, you can't throw stuff on the on the toomey on the toomey no yeah. or the flynn now they got binoculars yeah. out there, so right, right. Time you out, and they're right. looking and they're watching you particularly. Yes, like, yeah. Well, here's the thing: I I played with a gentleman yesterday. I mentioned, and he was he's a really good putter, and actually wasn't expensive at all. I went to to Dick's, and they had a pretty good deal. So he has he has a two handed putter, and. You know, like a two-handed putter. Oh, like the yeah, like like right. Adam Scott uses exactly. Okay, so he was telling me how he never anchored. So when they took the anchor away, it was like okay, nothing changed for him. Mm -hmm. And I got to be honest, he was a really good putter. And you know, I'm always looking for the edge. He's like Bernhard Langer. You like that two-handed putter, or is it just aesthetically so off for you that you couldn't do it? I could never do it, just because it's like yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's just, I'm out on that. I'm out on that. It's got to be better though, right? Like, why uh, are people doing it otherwise? Only like a handful of people use it on tour. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those guys could use a wooden stick. I've never it's seen funny. anybody use that thing at my club. Really? Never. Okay. Maybe no. I, they, they'd be banished. Really? Yeah. I'm going to show up tomorrow with a two. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> yeah, that's for an outing. You're okay for an outing. Yeah, that's true. Man, yeah. I some of the dress code. That I see on these uh, outings, man. My oh. God. People just show. I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, man, maybe I should just be part of an outing. Horrendous. Yep. Now, yeah. Summer League, I'll tell you one team that's good. That's a good bet in the Summer League. Basketball, NBA yeah. Summer League? Kings. If you can get the Kings on plus money on any matchup, take them. Yeah. <laughs> Think of it. The majority of their Summer League team is actually a lot of their NBA team. Hmm. So these guys, it's like... It's like Dwayne Haskins, right? Dwayne Haskins is a former first rounder. It, it's like, um, who was the third stringer that we saw? Well, I mean, Halliburton isn't playing in the summer. Uh, he's one. He's only one, but everybody else is. Really? Yeah. And he just came off of it as well. So this team is going, point is that this team is probably going to play a lot of their guys in, in the summer league. You sure he's not on their team, by the way? I mean, why would he be? It's only second year in the league this year. No, but he's 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 had a, he's good though. You, I think he's, he's playing. You didn't need any more from Tyrese, right? 
I'm surprised that he's playing as much as he is. Yeah, I, look, I, I get it. I, I'm not arguing with you by any means. I, I understand. On the surface, you're kind of like, come on, this guy shouldn't be playing. I've got this big mosquito flying around my studio. I thought yes. you were, uh, something with the wife. No, no, no. She's not. She's at work. Okay. I got a big mosquito. I took a golf lesson this morning. And How I just that got go? that was very good. It's a putting, an aim point putting lesson. Now, is that all you do is just putt? Yes. It's a, okay. it's a way to read greens. Well, that's going to do wonders for you, I imagine. Right? I, I think so. I think it's going to be a, a nice uh a nice thing to add to the arsenal. But you can't do a lesson and then go out and play. So you I'm, gonna, I'm play. going to this afternoon. I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. I meant like, I'm just going to putt this afternoon. You can do that at your place. It's not closed. Well, I just, you know, you just, just go over. Climb the fence. Yeah, climb the fence. They got an electric fence where I am, man. <laughs> right? Yes. Do they? You can get to your putting green. I don't think so, man. I think the range and the greens, all that are closed. I could get to it, yeah, but yeah. do I really want to cause problems? No, you don't want to cause problems. You know, somebody from the pool is going to look at, blow the whistle. Get him yeah. out. Yeah. Get him out. <laughs> all right, Rob Monty, we'll see how good of a putter he is coming up next. I wonder if Rob plays golf. I mean, he's such a big dude, you know? Yeah. It's hard to play if you're really jacked. Muscular, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, you have that. You need to have that, like, aim with it. Man, I'm telling you, man. Twins tonight went over or under 10 on that Indians-Twins game. The Twins. Guardians, I guess they're called now, right? No, the, yeah, the Indians. Yeah. Terrible yeah. name. That's an awful name. It is brutal. No, I went under 10. And the script for the for – the, uh, you know, the uniforms is brutal, too. Right. It's just ugly. Oh, wow. That's insane. Yeah, your place is a little stricter than mine, I think. I, I, can, I, can, go on the, I can go on a putting green on an off day. I'm not going to go out in the golf course because... That's the day they do a lot of maintenance. Right. That's the that's the thing where you can't. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get away with that. What's up, bud? Do there you he is. Golf at all? Yo. Do you play up? golf? Me? Yeah. 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 Nah, it's, it's too frustrating. I'm not old enough yet. <laughs> oh, you think that as you get older, it's going to be less frustrating? less frustrating? No, I just feel like with as long as I can play football and baseball, I'm going to do that. And when I my body's totally broken down, I'll hit the golf course. But then I won't be able to walk around the golf course, and I'll need the cart to drag me around. <laughs> Man, now you're in Florida. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm living in chaos right now. It's um, it's an absolute mess. We moved in. We bought a house a month ago. We bought a uh -huh. brand new, new construction home. So you know okay. what we did, right? We walked right in and said, let's remodel the whole freaking thing. Jeez. Right. It's it's like just move in condition, bring your stuff and live. But right now we're redoing a kitchen. We're new, doing new floors. We got all kinds of stuff. No couches yet. Today, they're supposed to finally come at, at noon. We've been sitting on floors and chairs. It's annoying. Wow. So, uh, Section of Florida in. I'm near Tampa. Oh, okay, that's where I'm. At. That's where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're you're in Florida now? Well, my mom's at a place down there for thirty years. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. So it's our town's called Odessa. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. But uh, now, what are you down at Dolphin stuff? Just bouncing around using that as an excuse? Or I can't not- go anywhere. I can't go anywhere right now because the NFL won't allow me in until I get that, the uh, go through the protocol with this, the mandates and the vaccines and all oh, that. Right. Yeah. And right. So right. I, I, got, I got the next one coming Sunday. And if I don't die from it, mm-hmm. um, then I'll finally I'll be ready to go. My the, I'll be cleared three days before the NFL opener, the Dallas Tampa game. You're actually right near my mom. And where's she at? What town? Spring Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just not north of you far. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too Hernando far. County. You're in Pasco, yep. I believe. Pasco. Yep. Yeah. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. All right, so Rob Motti in the house from the Associated Press. This is the – there's nobody higher on the chain of command, Harry. I don't know if you know this. Right. But as far as the Associated Press football coverage is concerned, Rob Motti is at the top. He has left us peons in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Still, though – and look, this is how you know this is a grounded individual who has gone <laughs> on to bigger and better things, not only as time for us – but double dipping on the Jacob Media YouTube page with Birds 365 earlier today. You guys are awesome. I I love you guys. I was like, all right, Jody, I'll get back in today. I've been been like kind of MIA for the last three weeks living in chaos, trying to figure out where I'm going to sit, where I'm going to eat, what I'm going to do. You know, the the whole – I don't know if you heard about my refrigerator thing. I ended up buying five, hoping three would show up. That was great. They gave me a five to twelve week window, like the, the Colts gave Carson Wentz in his foot injury. <laughs> refrigerator delivery, but got that taken care of. So we got a place to eat now. You know, I was like, all right, let me get back in the mix and, and and get in this football thing. And you know, carry on Johnson's now week to week with an injury. Keeping my eye on the birds because I got to come up there and do six or seven games. So I, I'm I'll still. You can't keep the boy out of Philly. You can take me out of Philly, but you can't keep me out. Right. Exactly. Right now, obviously they got the joint practices going right now with uh, with New England. What do you what do you think? Uh, this is a big week for Nick Sirianni, don't you think? Like he's gonna he's gonna be spending time coordinating practices with <laughs> arguably the best coach in the history of the game. There's, he's got a he's got a big week of he's gonna learn some things. I think this week. Yeah, I hope he he dips into the uh, Doug Peterson school of approaching Bill Belichick and not the Sean McVay because. If you guys remember before the Eagles played the Patriots in the Super Bowl, Peterson walked up to Belichick, confident, swagger, mentality, like, I'm going to kick your ass, right? And and Mm -hmm. Sean McVay, I covered that Super Bowl, and I saw him approach Bill Belichick like he was bowing at his altar. He was in awe. Yeah, he he was just, like, starstruck. Like, you're the greatest coach ever. I can't believe I'm sharing the same sideline with you playing. And then his team went out there and and laid an egg in that suit. So I I hope Nick learns – uh, from Doug a little bit, and, and being that he's his successor, he may. But, yeah, it is. A, you're right, Harry. It is a big week because you're going up against the Patriots team who it, Bill, Bill Belichick, regardless of what people may think of him, and, and as you said, he, he's got to be the greatest coach in the NFL. Uh, Tom Brady had a lot to do with that, and we saw that last year. But he, he does things the right way, and he knows how to plan out a practice. He knows how to get his team ready. And, and it's going to be a great test for – not just Nick, but for his young coaching staff, everyone on that right. coaching staff, and for the players. So it's nice to see. I'm seeing clips right now of Quez Watkins beating Jackson oh. deep for a touchdown. So you're going to see that played over and over and over <laughs> again all week. And people are going to be drafting Quez Watkins in the first round in their fantasy draft. And I hope he doesn't end up like Paul Turner. 
Well, that's better video than watching Ben Simmons try, try to shoot threes with Rajon Rondo. This okay. is true. Yeah. I, 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 if Ben Simmons wants to lay, like, please stay away from Rajon Rondo. No, I know. Come on, man. That, 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 would so be like, that would be like video of Quez Watkins working the offseason with J-Jaw. Yeah. <laughs> that would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ben Simmons is learning how to shoot from Rondo. Now this guy's learning how to run routes from J-Jaw. Like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> I, I am curious, though, Rob. We were talking about this earlier from the Eagles standpoint, but really from the NFL standpoint, what does, cause we're trying to figure out week two and if trying to figure out week two, I think we need a better understanding of week three. So what does week three in the NFL preseason look like? Is it a typical week three? Is it a hybrid of what week four was to what week three was trying to figure out if it's a quarter, a series, maybe a half that guys are expected to play in the third game because that kind of gives us an idea of how long these guys will play Thursday for our team and then moving forward this weekend. Yeah, that's a great question because typically week three was the one where you go a half or, or where you get your most out of the starters and then nobody suits up for week four. Now there is no week four. And, and I think these two, a lot of coaches will glean more out of the two joint practices that teams are doing. A lot of teams are doing, the Eagles are doing. They'll take more out of these joint practices than they will the actual game film when they're going to go in there vanilla. Right. The Eagles can prepare better against the Patriots in a joint practice than they can putting stuff on film that they don't want the Falcons to see in week one of the NFL season. So I think you'll get more from the guys this week and then next week in that joint practice than we will on the field. Uh, if I, I would anticipate this is the week where you'll play your starters longer and have them sit out. Uh, a little bit more in week three. However, you do have that two-week window, right, between week three and the, and the regular yeah. season. So I, I don't know. I think coaches may approach it differently. Some coaches may go week three is still our week three. Week four will be there is none, so we just got the two extra weeks in in, in the ahead, ahead of the regular season. So uh, I think some coaches are going to be learning, in, in especially the rookie head coaches, they're learning on the fly. They're trying to figure out how are we going to approach this new three-week preseason going forward and some things that they do this year they may not do next year because it might not work for them but i think we'll end up seeing a lot more joint practices yeah. across the league mm. which to me is a good thing yeah that's an interesting point because you know they can't the other teams can't see the film of the practice so it's like you make the point like if you do it in the game atlanta gets to look at it so that that, that that's a, a very good point now what jumped out at you i know you've been very busy off you know, the, the working world, you know, with your stuff <laughs> in your home, what, what were you able to watch on week one in preseason around the league that kind of jumped out at you? Well, thank God for NFL game pass. Cause I've been a, a enforcing myself, you know, <laughs> it's, it's painful. It's preseason football, but yeah. preseason football is better than no football at all. So I've been bouncing around watching a condensed version of a lot of the games. I'm going to finish all the games by uh, Wednesday. And, and from the Eagles standpoint, I thought Jalen Hurts looked pretty good. I, I thought Jalen Hurts ha had command, you know, a, a sound just like Nick Sirianni. He said he had command of the offense, and he did. Now, the throw deep to Watkins, he needed to connect on that. And I think with some more timing, more chemistry, he'll be able to connect on a pass like that. Uh, he had a couple drops. He did step up and run the one time and took on the tackler. And, you know, everybody's going to ask Nick Sirianni, would you rather him slide? Would you rather him do this? Would you rather him do that? Uh, it's competitive instinct, man. It's just competitive instinct. That won't got my guys to go out there and do what they can. Uh, I thought the Eagles' ones and on offense and defense were were decent. And and 
it's it's that their their deep reserves and their reserves did not look good and and we expected that too because this isn't a good football team this isn't a deep football team but I do think guys that this is going to be a team that surprises people in that they're not Drek they're not a three win yeah. team they're not a four win team I think they're closer to that six to eight range a lot of things got to break down the right way for them to get to eight but I'm uh, I I think it's possible there's there's potential for it especially in this weak NFC least. Yeah, but how weak do you think it really is, right? Where it ain't, it ain't good, man. No, it's not good, but I, I don't necessarily know if outside of like one top heavy team down in the AFC uh, NFC South, let's say. I mean, Tampa we expect to just run it back. I get it, but New Orleans without a quarterback, Michael Thomas down, right? I'm not overreacting to the preseason, just looking at the scenario. They could take a significant step back. I get what you're saying, which is there's no top-heavy team in this division because it's probably going to be Dallas. But I think there is, and I say think, there's a misconception maybe that because it's bad, it's equal. And I still feel like the Cowboys and week-to-week Washington are going to be head and shoulders above the Eagles. Now, matchups individually are different. I get it head-to-head, head head, but I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like the Eagles are racing for the Giants to stay out of the basement, and nothing really is oh, – yeah. right? Nothing will change there in the preseason, at least. Yeah, no, and, and I agree with – I think the Dallas Cowboys are the front runners in the NFC East, but as long as, Dallas, as, long as Dak Prescott's healthy, and if Dak isn't healthy, they got issues. They got yeah. problems, so they, they need him to get back and – as much as I like the offense and the firepower they have there, their defense is still uh, – it's coming off what was one of the worst years in, in NFL history defensively. I like Micah Parsons. I think his addition, he's a playmaker, is going to help the Cowboys. They're my front runner. They're my team to win the NFC East, but I don't think they're more than a 10-win team at best. I think they're a 9- or 10-win team. So I do believe the division this year will finally have – a winner that doesn't have a losing record. But I, I think all four of those teams, there's so much parity that they're between that six to 10. So when you're between six to 10, you're the last place team at six and you're the, the first place team. Like they can yeah. go into December, somewhat in the mix. Like they'll play meaningful football games in December, not because they're any good, but because the other teams haven't run away with it. Washington's defense is, you know, you, you said Dallas and Washington, and I agree there because I think Washington's defense is just so good that they'll keep them in it, especially mm-hmm. that front four. They'll keep them in games all year long, and, and it'll be up to whoever's quarterbacking, Ryan Fitzmagic or, or mm-hmm. whatever, the t- t- uh, Henneke, whatever they do there. Uh, I think they're in the nine-win range, eight-nine-win range, and, and Dallas will, will end up winning. But, you know, if something happens, if that can't go – and Jerry Jones doesn't want to go out to Chicago and bring Nick Foles in or somebody like that, and, and they, they go with uh, Ben DiNucci or, or, or whoever. They, ben DiNucci, man, sounds like yeah. my, my, my former butcher at 9th Street in the Italian market. <laughs> Might have a better arm. You never know. Yeah, could be. <laughs> I don't know what his beef is like. Hey, what, what do you think happens with Zach Ertz? I'm shocked he's here. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've said this with other guys on other shows. Said it with I've us? Said it, yeah, I've said it on my shows before uh, when I was doing shows in Philly. I, I'm really shocked that he's still here. And and it's uh, I know there were some reports that said things are OK now. Things are not OK. This this mm-hmm. is not a this is a situation where Zach Ertz is living up to his contract, doesn't want to be fined. He's going to he's going to go in there and honor the contract that he signed. 
but by no means does he want to be here. And I, I don't know how it reached this point other than maybe there's a little vindictiveness in this. Like, you know, Zach Ertz should have been Zach, – Zach Ertz has done more for this organization and not been given the – or afforded the opportunity to seek his next team. Like we saw – even Malcolm Jenkins was released, went right. and signed somewhere else, right? A guy like Zach Ertz who's done so much for the Philadelphia Eagles – now, I can understand from the Eagles' standpoint, hey, we're not going to give the guy away. He's got some value. But the relationship. Uh, oh, we lost him. Well, that Maybe. was good stuff there on Ertz, oh, too. Yeah. Hopefully, we get him back. Now, you, think, you think Howie pulled the plug on Rob's uh, connection there? I think so. Or we thought maybe that the fridge got here and that was your easy way to just get the hell out of here. I think how he heard me going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He zapped it. He He didn't want me to go down that road, but yeah, this is, this is, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible situation what they did to him. And, and I can understand the Eagles wanting to get the most out of it, but Hey, at this point, you, it, you, you, it helps Jalen hurts to have two good tight ends. That certainly will help. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's where I, I think we're trying to figure this thing out, which is Zach Ertz is not going to get buried on this team if he's here week one. If anything, the Eagles may try and showcase him a little more or at least just keep him out there in order to entice a team maybe in the first couple. of I, I don't know. Like, I guess my question is, how how likely is it that Ertz still gets moved in the first weeks that you have available to trade somebody the regular season as opposed to, hey, man, if this guy is on the roster, if he's on the 53 week one, then he's on the 53 week 17? I think it's more likely that he's here. I think mm. it's more likely that he's here unless a team that is a contender loses somebody at that position. Um, I feel like the longer he's here in training camp, the more likely it's going to be that he's here week one through 17. And and, and you just go, you, you ride it out and, and see what you can do and see if that can help a rookie. Uh, well, not a rookie, but an unproven quarterback who who can rely on his. We've, we've seen that in practice where he's, he's hitting the tight ends a lot and he will. He'll continue to do that. Like Zach Ertz is still I think Zach Ertz still has a lot of good football left in him. I think Zach Ertz is a potential, I'm not going to say it right now, but a potential Hall of Famer in the NFL. And he can, at age 30, we've seen tight ends play into their late 30s. Look at Gronk, Antonio mm-hmm. Gates before that, Tony Gonzalez, guys like that. They can play Jason Witten. They can play into 35, 36, 37. I don't see any reason why Zach can't do that. And it's going to have to do it somewhere else after this season, if not a continuation of picking it up from this season somewhere else. But I would have loved to see him in Indianapolis. And a part of me thinks that he wasn't released, so he couldn't go out to Indianapolis yeah. and be there with yeah. Carson Wentz. Any, think, real quick, Harry, I'm sorry. Do you have anything more on the hair? No, no. You know what? I, it, it's funny because we let he Zach and I go to – well, we did when I was up in, in Jersey. We went to the same church. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I, he was there. He was there with the hair. I saw him on the video, right? Because I was watching it virtually. Because I was down here, I would, I would have loved to ask him about the hair. I think he may have been daydreaming about Carson when he dropped that pass <laughs> that was right in his hands from Jalen on third down. Yeah, I, you know, it's. Uh, he, I, I still think about the one he dropped from Carson against the Dolphins. Remember in that game mm-hmm. near oh, the yeah. goal line, and that that lost to Fitzmagic in in December 2019 before they went on a run. 
Yep. Well, That's what's the perfect. what's the surprise player? I mean, we talk you talked a little bit about Quez Watkins already, but uh, is there anybody else that that's you know you're hearing about or you, yeah. you you've watched that really kind of sh- surprised you in the positive? Uh, I'm I'm excited to see if Tyree Jackson could be a tight end, man. Yeah. Uh, you got a big giant behemoth mammoth dude over there, six foot seven, former quarterback, and uh, you know stick with the tight end position. If Zach is or isn't here, you still need depth there. They got Richard Rodgers, but you still need depth. And and from all accounts and all reports, he's looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flacco was talking about him in a glowing terms. Uh, that, that's a guy that uh, I, I look at and I, I want to see more of in week two and in week three in the preseason. You're not going to put Ertz out there. You probably no. don't need to use Dallas Goddard much. Let this kid get some snaps and, and see what he can do. Man, I, I don't know. Is there going to be a conversation surrounding Jalen Hurts? And is this only in Philadelphia? Like, are people looking at the Philadelphia Eagles outside of this area after what happened with Justin Fields on Saturday and having the same conclusion that, you know, I don't know, what's his name from uh, Hatboro, Rich from Hatboro or, or some other idiot has been saying for the past two days that the Eagles made a mistake not drafting Fields as opposed to rolling with Hurts. Like, is that just a Philly thing, or are people actually looking at another possible mistake that the Eagles made at the draft, specifically with the quarterback? You know what? If 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 Fields ends up being that uh, a stud quarterback, then yeah, people are going to look back at it. But I'm not going to go crazy over one preseason game uh, that Fields had the other day. But I I thought they made the right move in not trading up for a quarterback or taking a quarterback at that position because they invested in Jalen Hurts. They invested a second-round pick in Jalen Hurts that led to the disintegration of your franchise quarterback, the ruination of your Super Bowl-winning head coach. Well, you better find out if this kid was worth more than just being a second-round pick and could be your franchise quarterback. To me, the most important thing this year is finding out if Jalen Hurts can be the guy going forward. If he if right. he can be if right. he can be the QB one in 2022, that to me is the priority for the entire season. He's got to play every snap if Jeez. he's healthy. That's my fault, Ron Culver. Sorry about that. I, I was looking at something else. We went insanely late, so. You got a jet too, right? Your fridge. Yes, sir. Coming? Yeah, I got some couches, right. fridges, whatever it may be. All right, brother. We en- uh, and always you. enjoy it, man. Good luck down there. Thank you, guys. Next time I put a shirt on. <laughs> we wouldn't know you any other way. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. That's Rob Motti at Rob Motti on Twitter. Now, Mutt Nansky, Mutt is going to join us, but he could only do the phone. Oh, okay. Ahead of this joint practice, so we can get a little hoodie action. We'll get the mud on the phone. Yeah, see what he has to say on that. Well, Culver's probably fuming. Oh, yeah. Right now. We, we went two minutes late that we were supposed to. I don't even know if we'll have time to come back at this point. Like, oof, oof. look, I was all wrapped. I was all enamored. Yeah. Tyree Jackson. He's fired up about him, too. No, I tell you that there's a lot to be excited about early. But, you know, look, I think that I right, l- let me put it this way. What are we more excited about? Unknown. Preseason. Yes. Like, we're not really excited about the opportunities that this team's going to have in the regular season. So I think that kind of shows you where this team's ceiling is, which is they could probably surprise a bunch of people and win eight games. 
But even that, I mean, eight and nine, I think, is a stretch. Yeah, absolutely. Still well, here's too early to say, really. But think about this, right? Like the Eagles are going up against teams last year that finished what third, fourth in their division. Mm-hmm. But we see this where it's a team that gets healthy from last year, especially last year with COVID and everything else. It's not it's not difficult to move out of your spot and be better than what you were. Now, people could say, well, so are the Eagles. So are the mm-hmm. Eagles. Right. Oh, look I, at that. Ron. I'd say Ron is pretty, pretty sharp to be able to us to break late. And to come back on time like that. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. That's all I'm saying. It's Not about, the, about us. It's just like everything's so new. It's kind of fun. Well, yes. I, I think there's a sense of it being new and fun, but I also think that that has a lot to do with the expectations that are surrounding it as well as realistically what's going to happen for this team. Like, they win eight games. This city should throw them a parade. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, where would that parade be? Somewhere on the main line. Okay. Right, it wouldn't. It would be like Maybe South Jersey. I think exactly. that's a South Jersey parade. You can right by Barrett's house. Right, <laughs> can end right there by donkeys. You'd have something good there. I <laughs> look. I think there's, you know, there's something to that. All right, Mutt's going to join us at ten. So let's take a quick one here. We'll come back right. and have that beefy segment for everybody here as well. I get scared sometimes of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. 
IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Wow. What? Got to give a uh, a shout out to Barstool Philly here on Twitter. Okay. They got video of Devontae Smith, who's back at practice in pads, catching balls from the jugs machine and tucks it, then gives it to J-Jaw. Well, J-Jaw is the trash can on wheels what's the date that, that what's they the put time the balls in that tweet one hour ago okay go look at my response to jimmy kemsky how long ago i'll find it for you wait my response two hours ago to jimmy jimmy kemsky has a still shot two hours ago that would be Devonte smith in full pads dot 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 he's about to catch a ball into the right of him is a trash can and my response harry mays is Next to J-Jaw? So they pilfered that from you. Well, look, if it didn't come from... We already know our buddy McDevitt up at at WWE is is claiming a infringement of that picture. And then they made a t-shirt of it. So apparently there's there's a lot of... I I see your tweet here. That was two hours ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are still responding to it. Rick Meraki responded with a meme. My buddy Rick back. Yeah, I think he's on to bigger and better things now, right? I don't know. Where is he? Oh, I don't think he's at that station. I think he's at the bigger one. MMR, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I wonder how how our guy um, Piven made out at the Keswick this weekend. Any rave reviews? I didn't hear anything. Did anybody go see him? In partnership with Jacob Media. You, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fix hmm. your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we have the. 
what's it called now? Ready to go. I was going to say now the overreaction, the outrage that we'll see from positive and negative. With, from, from the joint practices? Correct. Now, yeah. what about this Jalen Rager one-on-one versus the Patriots and the sideline grab? Come on. Didn't, I didn't see that one yet. Nanis had this up here uh, about an hour ago. I did see Jalen Mills photograph talking to Howie Roseman. Yep, this morning, right? The yeah. fist bump that went by. fist bump, yeah. Oh. Howie loves the fist bump with the players, doesn't he? Yeah. He loves that. He does. It's It reminds me, like, I put this out on Twitter earlier. Howie Roseman would be a great market manager in radio. Mm, yes. Uh, he just cares about going up and being seen by the big by the, the big jocks. Right, yes, right. yes, yes. Right. Oh, yeah. we got Baldy. Yeah. It's, it's it's literally jock sniffing. Correct. Correct. Yeah. No, I, I think that's definitely what I got there. Absolutely. Because ah. there was one prior to the preseason game, before it started, they ran some video, okay, of Eagles stuff. And part of it was Howie on the phone with Devontae Smith right after they selected him, right, in the draft. Right. You're an eagle, man. We're fired up. <laughs> they played that. And I'm just like, oh. Seriously. No. No, no, no. Like, you, you can't. You can't do that, right? You're, you're, you're an eagle, man. We're fired up. Have some discernment with what you put out to the public. Yes, come Seriously. on. You're doing more damage, I think, at that right. point than you are help for a right. Spot, right? Hey, you're, you're an eagle, man. What I mean, our buddy Spadaro wouldn't even put that out there. No. He has more sense than that. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, that's the thing, is employees having more more sense than the employer, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, imagine that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I tell you, there's something to it. All right, Mutnansky's going to join us coming up. I have to make sure that we can grab him on the phone. AP Top 25 is out. You see this? Uh, For college football? Correct. Correct. Way too early. New top 10. I hate the preseason poll. Uh, we're back in three of the network. Oh, man. All right, let me get Ron the... The digits? Yeah. Man, I am not feeling great today. I don't know what is going on. No? No. Yeah, I'm fired up about this putting thing. Yeah, that's fantastic. Man. I sunk a bunch yesterday pre, you know, prior to the lesson. Had a great round yesterday. Uh, I got to hit the ceremonial tee shot yeah, for what this is outing that? tomorrow. So do you have the groups? I don't. I think you and I are together, though. Okay. I don't know what it is. It's like this. I guess it's sinus. I took some shit too. And me and Wes Patterson will hit the the opening tee shot. That's shots. a longer drive guy, right? Yeah, now. he'll 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 hit his you know by by me probably a hundred yards. Easy. Yeah, I wonder how hits it too far in that hole. He'll he'll put it in the pond, even though we're going with the the tees are going to be back. The white tees are going to be back like forty yards. 
where so what's normal where they normally are is that where the mids are like the blacks or whatever you have there no the blacks are even further back so how many t's do you have i forget three or four well there's only four t's but there's three teeing areas right right they put they put three t's on the same area usually the the red the gold and the white but then there's another teeing area back like the tips. 30 30 some yards. no not the tips the 30 some yards the tips are 50 yards back okay that's where the blacks are permanently but sometimes they move the whites and they're going to move the whites for this event so it'd be like when they move the blacks at my place to the reds i guess yeah i don't know which Second order part, yours is well, i have green is tips red is like most like men okay black is like you so know the red are like our whites then yeah, red, red is like if you shoot, you know, you're breaking 80, then a lot of guys shoot there or, or longer hitters. Yeah. Shoot from the red. And then the blacks are standard. Like blacks are men's standard where, you know, tournaments and everything like, you know, member, 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 get all that stuff is for Yeah. The- yeah. And then we have white, which is like women or probably where I should be hitting. And then the reds, which is like women's. But like my wife hits from the whites, you know, mm-hmm. like. A lot of the women hit from the whites. Most I, I play with, actually. You are listening to In My Opinion on the Sports Map Radio Network. What? Hi, Rocket Mortgage. Why? What? Did you hear that? No. In My Opinion. Oh, that's the show before us. Well, that's the promo that just played. Uh, we already screwed Ron over a couple of times. He's all right. So. Make a mistake every now and again. Barrett Brooks. And Harry May. All right, we go out and joined on the phone today, racing around. It's got parent responsibility. I don't have that yet. All my parent responsibilities are inside the house. Right. I'm not driving anybody to soccer practice, football practice. No, but that's practice. that's going to come in about seven years. It is going to come. Yeah. Probably sooner than later. Mike mm. Butnansky is on Twitter. At, well, now, hold on a second, because... I want to make sure that I have your actual one. I, I had to show one up here like an idiot. So, <laughs> Mutt, of course, is the host, 6 to 10, Monday through Friday. It's it's at Mutt, W-E-E-I. Thank you. That's what it is. The show is Mutt at Night, but we want you to follow at Mutt, W-E-E-I, for Mike Muttnansky is a veteran up there at W-E-E-I, bouncing around and now holding down the evening's Harry Mays, Aton Shander here in Philly, brother. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Boys, I sit here and scroll Twitter and read about Jalen Hurts having a big practice today and Cam Newton stinking, so all is right with the world. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you are you suggesting that Bill Belichick will take advantage of these joint practices scouting Jalen Hurts in the attempt that they can make a trade or just do something, like throw some sort of wrench in a three-team deal for Deshaun Watson? Well, the unfortunately, Bill's got his guy. He's he's got his quarterback of the current and Cam Newton, his quarterback of future Mac Jones. And the reality is that the Eagles have a better quarterback. And I think we found that out today at practice. We saw that the quarterback of the future, Mac Jones, might not start the year, but he will start at some point this year, boys. Mac will start mm. from the past at some point in 2021. Yeah, what was the impression uh, up there? What was the grade uh, that sports radio host gave Mac Jones after that opening night uh, performance against the Washington football team. Oh, he got a solid B. 
And we're, we're grading on a curve here because anything compared to Cam last year was just look good. <laughs> the biggest thing, guys, people didn't get a chance to watch the game, they ran two different offenses. They ran the offense with Cam, which was last year's offense. He played two series. Looked fine like he always does. Like a couple of bad passes, a couple of good passes, nothing great. They brought in Mac Jones, and they ran old-school Patriot 4-5 wide up-tempo offense. Not saying he's Tom Brady, but that was the offense they ran. And so it was refreshing to see that, yes, this team can still run uh, like a modern NFL offense, and they have a quarterback to throw. Well, that's the thing. How long does it take for Mac Jones to start a regular season game, in your opinion? Million-dollar question. If I had to guess, I would say he starts by week six. You know, and that's just based on Bill wanting to give the veteran Cam Newton an opportunity. He's going to run out of opportunities and have to turn to Mac. Like if it, if it were me, if Mac wins the job in camp, I would start Mac week one. I don't think Bill's got the stomach to start a rookie in week one. So I'm going to give Cam five weeks. So what he did last year with better talent around him, and they'll say, well, time for Mac Jones. I would do it sooner if he wins the job, but I'm going to say week six. Well, he's got a pretty good uh, – uh depth chart of running backs on, on that team to hand the ball off to as a young quarterback. That's, that's for sure. But what, who are the, who's the wide receiver that's going to step forward this year for these Patriots? Well, you guys probably never heard of him. This guy he's really fast. I mm. uh, has trouble catching the ball. Nelson Aguilar. Oh yeah. Him. Rings the bell. <laughs> very, very, very talented guy. The, the, the receiving core, Bill, this is where Bill misjudged the market a little bit. Did a good job at tight end getting Hunter Henry. Yeah. Hunter Smith, but he, Huge money, huge money on Nelson Aguilar and good money on Kendrick Bourne. Two guys who, they're, they're fine, but they're not difference makers at that position. So it's a very good, very tight end oriented offense with Henry and Smith being a big part of what they do there in the middle of the You know, I'm curious, is there any shot? Well, actually, you know what? L let me save that one because it's a little more crazy of, of a theory here. And I like to save those two, you know, towards the end of these hits. But let's further that up here, which is at some point, like, I think it was you, maybe somebody else. Last year, it, it, the numbers didn't look as bad maybe as the eye test throwing the ball deep. But I just wonder at some point how this offense look. And look, you guys probably don't have an idea. You mentioned Bourne and Aguilar, which are two new pieces for sure. But do you have any idea? what the identity of this offense is going to be, if it's going to be, you know, six running backs by committee or trying to get the ball deep down the field? Well, that's the thing that Josh has done with the offense. With Brady as the quarterback, they were they were a weekly kind of like game plan offense. They were they were never one thing. They wanted to do whatever the opponent was worth. They can't stop the run. They want to run the football. Can't stop the pass. Let's throw it. They couldn't really do that with Cam because Cam couldn't throw the ball. And so I, I think the biggest difference, if Mac Jones is the quarterback, is a more complete week-to-week -week Patriot offense. But, yeah, as, as, as Harry said, they have some very good running backs. Damian Harris, I think, is going to have a breakout year. He's the guy that's going to be the lead dog. But after that, Sony Michelle uh, and some other pieces behind him. But I, I think in, in a best-case scenario, Mac Jones being versatile enough to be able to throw the football, something Cam has struggled with, will allow them to be sort of what they have been, which is a week-to-week -week game plan offense. If you guys can't stop the pass, we'll let them throw. Well, I did watch some of the, uh, the the first game, the preseason game, for what it was worth. But I tell you, you know, Judon played a heck of a football game. That was a big-time pickup uh, for this defense. And this other kid, uh, Duggar, jumped off the screen at me, making plays all over the place. 
Those are probably two of their best three defensive players. You want to include Steph Gilmore when he's there. He's a holdout right now or a hold in. He's there but not practicing. He wants more money. Uh, Kyle Duggar, the people around the team think he has a chance to be like Rodney Harrison good mm-hmm. at safety. The big hitter at that safety position. Division division two kid, Lenore Ryan, uh, but looks to be a real piece, a real blue chip piece in that secondary. And Judon, besides wearing the long sleeve shirt, which is kind of weird, the red long sleeve on the uniform, <laughs> he, he was awesome in limited time. And if they're going to use him all over the field, then they're going to have a nice piece up front. And their defense should be better than last year. They had a bunch of COVID opt-outs. And they were banged up. So they, they spent some money defensively. And assuming Gilmore is there in one of those cornerback spots, they'll be one of the better defenses in the AFC. Yeah, and, and that's what I just try and figure out here is what's the ceiling? Realistically, what's the ceiling for this team this year? Who's the quarterback, Aton? Who's Which who's might you be? Uh, I'll let you fill that in as detailed and specific as you'd like. So maybe Cam gets the first three weeks and then comes Mac Jones or Cam goes on fire or Cam gets hurt in week one and then it's Mac Jones. Whatever scenario that fits best in your response, I'll roll with. (laughs) The highest ceiling to me is if Mac Jones is able to start and play all year. I think he gives them the best chance to win. And that's without seeing him play one NFL snap. But I, I saw the way that Josh McDaniels cranked up the offense when he stepped in, if, if he were to play all year and look as good as, you know, people suggest he might be able to be, uh, and Stefan Gilmore comes in and to get his bump in salary, gets a new contract and ends up there at secondary. Th- they could be an 11 win team. I, I mm. really, really think that if, they, if things go broke perfectly, I'm at 11 and 16. That is probably, well, and with that high ceiling, there, there may be a game or they're fighting with Buffalo for the AFC. Um, if it's Cam Newton at quarterback and maybe Steph Gilmore doesn't sign and gets traded or he drags his feet on his contract, I mean, I could see them winning eight games this year because mm. Cam, Cam does not give this team to win certain games. And when they're going to force him to throw, they're going to be in trouble like they were at time last year. What was it like, speaking of last year, uh, up there in New England, watching uh, the old uh, Sage quarterback lead the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a Super Bowl championship. What was that like for you guys? Uh, well, basically, the, the, the fan base broke into two different factions. It was, you know, Team uh, Team Tom and, and, and Team Patriot. I, mm-hmm. I lived on the Team Tom side. I was Tom over Team because I thought they really pushed him out the door at the end around and didn't want to pay him. Just completely botched the exit of the greatest quarterback of all time. So for someone like me who was rooted to – for Brady to, to rub into Bill's face. It was hmm. a very fun year, but as a Patriots <laughs> fan, you were watching two games every week. You're watching the Patriots play at 1 o'clock, and you're watching Brady play at 4 in primetime. And by right. the way, once the Pats were eliminated, I mean, it was people were all rooting for Brady up here. Don't let anyone fool you. Huh. They might lie and say this year they're not, but it was big-time Brady fandom once the Pats got eliminated, and people that wanted to see Bill be proven wrong about the quarterback spot had a pretty good year last year well week four week four at foxborough is going to be must see tv that's for sure highest rated game maybe in the history of the nfl regular season i think has a real potential to be and and easily the hardest ticket in the history of the patriots Mm -hmm. i mean you do a quick search in any of these ticket sites right now you're looking at you know close to a grand to get in the door you know this is five six weeks out so i can't imagine the people pitch if somehow the pats are three and oh and Brady's Bucks are three and zero heading into that game. That will be, it's going to be a scene. I can't wait. I'm curious. We put up a statue of a no longer here head coach 
talking to a backup quarterback who's in Chicago. Exactly, yeah. Harry, because they won a Super Bowl. What it like? What happened? Does Boston just re be renamed Brady at this point? Like, how do you honor Tom Brady when he is all said and done? See, it's funny because, as you guys know, you're, you're before football ramps up, you find yourself talking about you know, some certain topics you might not talk about in the summer in sports talk radio. Right. One of the topics around here has been are they, how are they going to honor Brady when he comes back? Because he's still playing. You're competing against him. So you can't do, you do a video tribute to the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> do you stop the game? Do you, do you honor him in any way? Because Gronk comes back in that same game. They haven't had a, a, a Gronk day yet. Right. So it's going to be a weird scene when he does come back in here because fans want to celebrate him. He's going to get a standing ovation. I'm sure Bill wants to win that game 60 to nothing. And by the way, I can tell you for a fact, Brady wants to win that game 60 to nothing. Tom Brady Sr., Tom's dad, called Sports Talk the day after his schedule came out and went on the radio and said, we can't wait for that game. Wow. Oh, that's that's tremendous. And that's the, what I mean, right? Dad's I, calling sports talk radio. That's, that's phenomenal. You know, Tom, Tom Brady Senior loves to call sports talk radio, and it's just it's going to be a it's going to be weird if the, that they're bad again and they stick with Cam hmm. and Brady's having this great year while Mac Jones just finds a way on the bench because there you know there's all these numbers about not playing rookies in year one and Bills avert to that sort of risk. So there is a chance that. You know, Brady is playing at a high level again this year, going for a Super Bowl, and, and, and Cam is still somehow quarterback in the Patriots. How much longer is the hoodie got up there, in your opinion, before he says, I'm done? Oh, I, I think whatever the end date is for Bill is tied to the, the Don Shula wins record. I think he needs probably four more, five more seasons to get Shula's win record. I think he's got his eye on that. He's in a good spot here right now. The owner obviously trusts him. as one of the greatest coaches of all time. His kids are on the coaching staff. He'll never get pushed out. He'll decide when to go, and I, I don't think it's anytime soon. I, I think he's, I think he's got four years left of coaching for sure. His son's mullet is Joe Dirt esque. I mean, it's phenomenal. <laughs> I saw a lot of that during the well, game the other night. Some point, right? I, I guess it's, when you're assistant coach of the NFL, when you're Rob Ryan, you can do what you want. If you ever wants to be a head coach, I guess you got to clean it up. Matt Patricia had to shave his beard, right? He went to Detroit, so. But for now, keep rocking that mullet. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Uh, there's a shot now that's gone viral of Bill Belichick talking to Zach Ertz. And uh -oh. I, I just, now Jamie Apodi, who covers the team for six ABC, I, I don't know if this is true or not. This could just be her having fun with it, but she's you know, like, she's a legit reporter. She covers the team and also she's attributing quotes. So I think this might be real, which is, Zach Ertz warmly introducing Patriots coach Bill Belichick to his wife, Julie, coach to Ertz, quote, I'm still going to get you someday. Ertz with a smile. Belichick responds, but Howie wants two first round picks and two of my grandchildren. <laughs> I could see Belichick saying something like that under his breath that nobody yeah. can hear except if you're right there. The problem is they don't need tight ends anymore. No, no, they got, they got Hunter, Hunter Henry and Johnu Smith. I think they're they're taken care of. You don't have any fake blonde tight ends, though. What's that? You don't have any fake blonde tight ends, though. I can't believe Ertz is still there. I, I thought it was Dallas Goddard's team. Yeah. I didn't know he was going to be back. I thought he'd be gone by now. No. Hey, Mutt, we got a jet. I know you, you got to run around, too. Really quick, in like 30 seconds, who's the next team up there in Boston to win a title? Uh, Red Sox. Because the, there's no real salary cap, you can spend as much money as you want, and they they'll spend a lot of money. They they might not do it this year, but 
that the, the, the Red Sox the next season to win a championship. Awesome. Thanks, yeah. brother. Enjoy your show stuff, tonight. man. Anytime, boys. All right, that's Mike Mutnansky, 6 to 10, Monday through Friday, WEEI. We'll break. We'll be back in three. It is the middle. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huckenfot. What's that? Huckenfot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, anything uh, to extrapolate from our conversation with Mutnansky about the Patriots? Well, just, I mean, you know, they start off with uh, two division games. They have Miami at home, winnable game. Then they go on the road to the Jets, very winnable game. And then New Orleans comes up there, 
at home, you can win that game. They could be three and zero when they face Brady. I'm telling you, that's I not- can't wait for that game. It's obviously a Sunday night football game. Sure, and that, yeah. I think he's right. That has to be the most. It, it how is it not Sunday night football the most watched football game in the history of regular season NFL? Yeah, right? I, I I think so. I think it's a lock. I wonder what what the the one is now. Regular season. Ooh, that's a great. What question. game would that be? I, I mean that that man. I'm trying to think now. It ended up being you can't look at it in historical perspectives, like from looking back to say, "Oh, that was a great game." I bet it was what because you don't. It it needs to be. It's more about the anticipation of the game than the end result or how good the game became. You Correct. know what I mean? Correct. So you're right. Anticipatory is huge here. So. Let's see. Is like what comes up? Cowboys, Washington. No, that hasn't been relevant in a long time outside of those two markets. Right, but it might be. You asked like of all time. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it would have to be. Wouldn't it have to be a more recent game because just more people in general, or and more people watching TV. You, you know, than 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 in the seventies back when you know Roger Staubach got hurt on right. Thanksgiving night and Clint Longley came in and led the Cowboys to that big win. Uh, you know that uh, was like nineteen seventy four. You know what I mean? Like, there's way more people now and way more people watching the NFL than there were then. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so, so I think just looking at that alone. See, I mean, this Patriots Cowboys. This is twenty nineteen. Patriots Cowboys most watched NFL regular season game since 2007. So that was 2019, you said? Yes, the 13-9 win over the Cowboys for the Patriots, Oof. the most watched NFL regular season game over the past decade. Okay, but does that mean the one in 2007 had more viewers and this was just the next biggest one since then? Or did it have more viewers than the one in 07? Tied. The highest oh. regular season NFL overnight since Patriots Colts on CBS oh. 2007. Patriots Notice- Colts, that was that incredible game. Yes. Yes. Seven. Right. So if you notice a theme here, it also matched, by the way, the Cowboys Seahawks game in 2015. Wasn't so- that the one that the Patriots got out to a big lead and the Colts came back? Right. Yeah, that was a good football game. Yeah. Uh, wow. The theme here is that the Patriots, right? It's the Patriots or the Cowboys because of the fair weatherness with the Cowboys and just everybody's interested, even if it's hate watching the Patriots, right? Right, right. Plus you have the Brady thing. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. The bottom, the common denominator though is new England and it will be again, you know, maybe with Cam Newton, a quarterback. Well, is that what it's going to be though? <laughs> like we were trying to pry and see how soon Mac Jones plays, and well, I- they don't have their buy until late in the year. They're kind of like the Eagles; they have a, a late buy. So, you know, if you were thinking like week seven or eight, their bye week, maybe Cam Newton plays till then, and then they have an, you know that extra time to get the kid ready for the game after the bye. But they don't have it until so late. No, that's a bigger thing too. I, I don't yeah. I don't know what they do there at that point. Like trying to race to the bye just so you can start your rookie quarterback. Yeah. 
well, you think Mac Jones has any shot at how about this? Week one starting quarterbacks. You see this? No. So Where Fox is it? has two, three, four, seven teams that you can bet on who the week one starting quarterback is. Hmm. Mac Jones is plus 187 to Cam Newton's minus 275. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not starting week one. You don't plus one eighty seven. He's less than a two to one dog. I know, I know. It's a it's a short one, but I still don't think that happens. Injury. No. Cam yeah. Newton could Cam, easily get hurt. Cam could get hurt anytime. You're true. Yeah, right. But I think that's the only way he goes before like the first seven or eight games. What about Nick Foles at plus three thousand? Andy Dalton minus two twenty five. Justin Fields. At plus 162. Something tells me Foles isn't going to be on that roster. Yeah, I, I think if you're right, I think that if you can work something out with Foles, yeah, a team that would want him. Can you imagine him going to Dallas as the backup for Dak Prescott? But here's the thing. And he has to play against the Eagles. So that's <laughs> like Brady coming back to New England. Right, right. Nick Foles coming back to Philly. Foles has the statue, man. Seriously. Oh, man. I got to be honest. But at least now with, with Wentz, you know, targeted as being able to play maybe week one, uh, I it's reinvigorated my interest in that thing. I was really kind of bummed out when he got hurt because that's going to be kind of fun to watch two teams having, you know, a, a big interest in the Colts season right. for the draft pick. Right. So that's a big difference. So that's back on the burner now. What are they for the division? Everybody wrote them off. You know, Colts are plus 162 to win the division. Not a bad bet. Yeah. What What is Tennessee? Minus 133. That yeah. dropped a bit, though, because everybody pounded them as soon as Wentz and Nelson went down, remember? Hmm. So we'll have to talk about that coming up. All right. Back in three on the network. Still live here. It's the Jacob Media YouTube show channel on the middle. Oh. Man, I don't know what it is. Like, I ate something on Saturday. Yeah. And I have just been, like, completely done. I think it was... Well, what did you eat? So, I got two separate rolls of sushi from Whole Foods. Mm. And I ate one on the way home. And my wife ate the other. She's mm-hmm. fine. But yesterday was brutal, man. Like, I Really? Came, yeah, I walked nine. I came home. And I've just been shot like shot well i mean are you like on the toilet all yeah. the time oh yeah yeah it's pretty bad oh <laughs> but i was up all bad night sushi i said to me like i don't know what else it could be i was up all night <laughs> so i'm exhausted i'm normally exhausted although he's sleeping a lot more yeah who's going to the bathroom more you or your son right now honestly i, I don't even know <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> seriously oh. but like it's exhausting suffering through if it's food poisoning, mercury poisoning, whatever I have here. My I goodness. don't feel feverish, you know, scratchy or anything like that. Right. So I feel like it's, it's, you know, something that would be more respiratory or head. But Kevin Bloomfield wants to know, are you ready for the outing? See, maybe what you're doing here is you're plotting your seed to underperform 
at the outing and you're going to blame it oh. on the sushi. I mean, look, if I'm sick, then they'll probably tell me not to just show up. Oh, jeez. I want to play. We're off. Barrett's not here. You're not here. I'm not doing the show solo. If you're no. Barrett's on vacation. Right. Well, Barrett was going to do it with Derek Gunn. Right. And then he got this thing that he had to do. That would have been a good show. I know it would have been an amazing show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I got this vitamin C stuff. It looks like a eight ball. It's all like super highly concentrated vitamin C. You can't even oh. get it in this country. You have to get it in like France. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm looking at the first weekend of college football to tide me over until the NFL comes back. Nebraska at Illinois is the first game of the day. You got uh, Hawaii against UCLA at 3.30 on ESPN. That's going to be at the Rose Bowl. That's at the Rose Bowl, UCLA home game, yeah. Got to take UCLA on that one, right? Hawaii, travel and all? Yeah. Boy, UConn at Fresno State. UConn stinks. That's a bad game. What's the line on that? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not looking at lines. It's just the schedule. Temple plays Rutgers Thursday, September the second on the road. That's how they open up. Big Ten Network. Wow. Now, what happens here in the event that I would need to run out? On the sports map. What? Give me a run out. I don't know. Is Ron Culver there? You might have to do something with Ron, man. Is is Ron there today? Yeah. Or, is, or was it Mapes? No, Ron's not happy with us because we blew a break. We didn't sign on on time. I love how you say we blew a break. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but he says we, like I had anything to do with it. I can't break if I wanted to break. Part of the middle. You could have said, hey, we got to break. Yeah. <laughs> right? You've been doing this, Harry. You can't just play all the blame on Aton. No. <laughs> you, put, you put like 70%, 80% on Aton. Okay, I'll take 20. I'll take now, 20%. Would you be able to hang with Harry for like 10 minutes or no? Well, where are you going? I don't know. Hang with Harry sounds kind of scary. Yeah. I don't, for, I don't even know what, what would happen. I don't know if you can only hang with Harry for 10 minutes. You're, you're oh, no, either. Trust me. If you want to take 19 minutes, then go ahead and hang <laughs> with him. More time than I can get the better here. Oh, my God. Hang with now, Harry. are you using your son's diapers? The Not stream yet. wants to know. Yeah. They, 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 as crazy as it may sound, they don't fit me. No, they don't. No. Would you wear one if it did fit you? Um, for a show like today, sure. Yeah, you would. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Wouldn't you? I don't think so. The well, adult diaper situation is not something I'm looking forward to. No, I'm saying like if you had a stomach issue and you yeah. had to sit down for two hours to do a radio show, would you wear one? No. Nobody's going to know you're sitting there all on your own. Well, you know, it, it would become content. Of course they'd know. It's Everything that, is content on this show. So, Aton, at some point, there's a little grunt that would that would tip it off. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. At some point, you're just going to... Uh, <laughs> you know, and it just, and it's, it's involuntary. 
Not yeah. I'm struggling, man. I don't know are, what it is. Are you wearing a skull cap today? Yeah, I was trying to keep some heat on my head. Okay. Because you know? I have yeah. the air blowing in here and everything like that. Yeah, because you're starting to grow the beard back. So I guess you weren't on QVC this weekend. My mom said you look very good without the beard on QVC. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I was told to shave ahead of time. So yeah, of course. QVC is kind of like the Yankees. No, yeah. no, 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 no. no. I could show up and a beard, that's fine. But just as far as the audience and who I'm talking to, it was mm-hmm. suggested to me by someone who was much more successful and famous on that channel that I just shaved the beard. That's all. But the Huntington Valley shirt was fine. So, oh, you, you did wear one. Well, that's because I only have like three sh- collared shirts that aren't wrinkled. Mm. And they happen to be golf shirts because I wasn't golfing much at all. You mean so, you don't have like a button down, like a nice dress shirt you could have worn? Yeah, I guess I could have worn that. But it's supposed to be Sunday morning, you know, just hang it out in the house. That's it. Now, your mom is not going to like what's about to happen next. So I, I would say whatever the equivalent is of earmuffs for a visual. This this I am giving you now a trigger warning. Okay, Harry. Is this going to be the big jug of water? Is that what we're doing here? We're going off mic, off camera, coming back with a gigantic jug of water. (laughs) That looks like a three gallon jug. Just a gallon. Is that just a? (laughs) Now, what's in this though? Let me see if I still have it. No, it's upstairs. I'll bring Mm. it down next next show. But what I have is this powder that my mom got when she was back traveling to France a lot. And this is the vitamin C powder. Yeah. Um, so you, you put like a, what do you call it? A tablespoon, right. Of this stuff. I mean, look, this looks like, you know, I was cooking. That's, that's this. like a gigantic uh, salad spoon or something. Well, it's a tablespoon, right? So you, you take a tablespoon of it, you put it in this jug, you mm-hmm. mix it around a little bit. And next thing you know, you have this magic elixir. I'm telling you, no matter whatever it is, you yeah. drink five gulps in an hour for about three hours and you're you're better. Like it just it just destroyed. Now, you have to space this out because you can't pound this thing. Otherwise, right. it's an insane amount of vitamin C in your body. And you, if you think what's coming out of me is bad, then it's 50 times worse. Does it have the same effect as the stuff that I had to take pre colonoscopy? No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I had to take it twice. Right, which is not, oh, my God, twice. That's not fun, right? Yeah, you space it out. You know, it really wasn't that bad. Okay, okay. Everybody made that sound so awful that I I had all these preconceived notions. This is going to be the worst night ever, and it really wasn't that bad. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, if if you think it's not meant to, like, clean you out, it's meant Mm -hmm. to help whatever's in there. Okay. That's that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to heal you. Heal you. Now the week two totals have been out. You see this? Eagles we, and Patriots are thirty-seven. That's a little higher than what it was. You know, Eagles game went over. It did. How many of the games did go over? So not many. Although Sunday's game was kind of interesting because the gate closed. I want to say at thirty-three and a half, and I went under thirty-three and a half, and then at the half itself. The total moved to 40 and a half. Mm. So I went under 40 and a half and it ended at 39 total points. So point being is that you had a nice window there for about seven. You had a full touchdown right. of a window to work with when it was all said and done in hindsight. That's well, the Patriots Washington game just went under. That was a nail biter. It was 35. Right. 
it fell on 35. I think it was 35 and a half or 36. The Eagles game went over. We know that. That busted to 40. Titans, that's an under. 23 to 3. They beat Atlanta. Bills, Lions, 31 had to be an under. Cowboys, Cardinals could have been close, but probably under 1916. That's 35. Mm, probably hovering, right? Bears, Dolphins went under. That's 33. Yep. V- Broncos busted it almost by themselves. They destroyed Minnesota 33 to six. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like the total finished at 39. I, I don't think they destroyed that total. They probably over went over it by like a field goal. Probably, but it was all Broncos. Exactly. I mean, if you're if you were betting that game and you're saying Vikings are only going to score six points, you're like, this is a lock under. Yep. Right? No, you're you're hundred percent right. Browns, Jaguars, that's 36. That probably I don't know, I gotta go check, but that's right right on the number. Ravens, Saints went over. Or no, no, 31. That's an under. Okay. 17-14. Jets beat the Giants 12-7. Bengals, oh. Buccaneers. Yeah, 12-7. How about that? And, you know, all you want to see is this rookie. I know. What he can do when it's he, like, really? He was that's, six for nine. That's it? Yeah. Zach Wilson, yeah. Uh, the Texans, boy, the Packers. I mean, you know, Love played pretty pretty good. 12 of 17, a buck 22, and a touchdown. And they got beat 26 to 7 by the Texans. That's not bad. Um, Chiefs Niners was 35 points. Bengals Buccaneers, they're all man, right around that 33 to 35 number. Most of these games, Chargers Rams. How about the fight in the Chargers Rams game? I'm sure you saw video of that, right? Yeah, yeah. I I guess it started from somebody throwing a beer on somebody. There was a woman like three rows up. Okay. I threw a beer over like 15 people, and then the fight ensued from there. Right. I saw Dan Lust was commenting on this over the weekend, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, well, the one guy that had the Aaron Donald jersey on, he got handled. Man, there were three or four guys jumped on that guy and just started pounding him. He lost his jersey, yep. and he's, his face is all bloodied, and he was still walking up the aisle looking back at everybody, just giving them, giving them business. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah and then some other guy, some fight. other big dude got, you know, got into it. I think that that guy punched one of the security personnel that came down. Is that right? I think so. Really? It took a while for them to get there. That's too. What I mean. this, Nobody had any interest in, in no, working, no, working no, that no, fight. No. no. Uh-oh. Patriots call for offside. The Eagles defense starts jeering from the sideline. Quez Watkins and Matt Judson. Judson. Judon. Yeah, Judon. No, yeah. It, it said Matt. It says Matt Judson, though. Oh, no, Judon is a different player. Yeah, Judon's a good player. He's he's the guy they got uh, from from uh, Baltimore, I believe. So Watkins offseason. and Judson were chatting a bit after the play. Didn't look super friendly. Eagles coaching staff pulled Watkins back to the huddle. Mm. Well, Quez Watkins has a little dog in him. Six one zero. He's gonna he's gonna be the guy this this whole preseason. Is it worth a jersey? Uh I think he ch- he changed his number, didn't he, from last year? I don't know. I I have no idea. Do you? Do you even know uh, what number he wore last year? I think he wore like an eighty a number in, in the eighties, didn't he last year? 
Let me check. That's a, he's number 16. Right. But I'm seeing stuff here where he had a different number. Let me see what it is. Uh, 80. He was 80 last year. 80. And now yeah. he's changed. So to, to 16. What do you believe in more? The Watkins number change or the Ertz hair change? The Watkins number change. Okay. Interesting. Guy's got guy's got speed. Yeah, yeah, he does. And I Real think speed. you're right. Where this may just be circumstance where guys ahead of him on the chart are down, but you got to find a way to look at some way, right? To get yeah. to get him in there, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's got to be more than just like you know special teams returning kicks, that kind of stuff. I mean, really, you know, who's going to be able to do more damage? To a defense, Greg Ward or Quez Watkins? Watkins. Right. Especially in, look, I know he's got speed, but especially he's got height too. Don't we mm. want to use that in the goal line? Like, don't we want to take advantage of his body, not just his legs? Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's six foot. He's got long arms. And I heard uh, I heard a vaunted, uh, well, actually, Barrett's partner, Ray Didinger over the weekend say that he had him as a fourth round grade and he ended up lasting until the sixth round. That's what I'm saying. I'm stunned that value. He, that he, he lasted that long with that kind of speed. So I'm told real quick, before we break for the hour, I'm told by Ron Culver on the text line that we have a new intern in the house who is a gigantic Eagles fan. Is that accurate? Yep. From Philadelphia originally or from the Houston area? From Texas, he just uh, he found the bird somehow, some way. Now this isn't the Rice Eagles, right? No. <laughs> They're the owls. Owls, okay. Yeah. Not the Temple Owls, and maybe yeah. got to. No, he was sitting there. He was uh, getting mad at both of you guys because he was screaming eighty at the YouTube and wondering why you guys didn't hear him. Well, because his mic wasn't up. Because Ron Culver only wants his own mic. Exactly. Ron's yeah, Ron's that. a very selfish individual when well, it comes to airtime. What is he, he re returning or referring to Quez Watkins' number last year? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he knew it all along. He said eighty, and you were, you know, you were still trying to figure out what's his number this season. Why would anybody willingly subject themselves to so much punishment and frustration of being a Philadelphia Eagles fan? Like we're stuck here. That's you can still get out. I have no idea. Well, are you going to introduce us to who this is, or is this yeah, just no, like I'm a moving the mic closer to him? I don't know if he's too shy to talk to y'all. Well, just give us your name, buddy. Hey, I'm Evan. How y'all doing? Evan. Evan. Now, What's going on? You realize that this team's not going to be good this year. Oh, absolutely. But I'm really uh, hoping we get three first-round picks and, you know, build for the future. See? Yeah, you know, it sounds like a fan to me of the team. Not not somebody like Ron Culver slipping them over. Hey, you know, uh, it's just make, make sound like you're an Eagles fan or something. Like, I could see Culver doing that. But, Evan, you sound legit. So, hopefully. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a realistic Eagles fan, you know. <laughs> I'm not one of these Cowboys fans screaming we're going to the Super Bowl every year when I know we're definitely right. coming forward. Right. That's a big difference. Well, I want to know if Evan's going to go to um, the Texans-Colts game and heckle Carson Wentz. Like a real Eagles fan. <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately, my financial situation will not uh, allow that. Currently. Well, use a media, get a media credential and get down there. Yeah, can we get you that? I had to take over here in uh, Houston when Nick Foles broke his collarbone. All right, we're going to get you a media pass. How about that? Hey, uh, gladly I'll take it. All right. Sounds good. We got a break. We'll be back in three. That's Evan in the house. 
our he's our spy down in Houston. Okay. He's an Eagles fan who's working for us just to make sure that Ron Culver really is around and, and awake and God knows what else. Right? That's we're an Anthony at, angle. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's a spy. All right. We're back at three. It's the middle. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Now, we got our group. The Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Chander, Baron who we're playing with. And Harry May. Now, do you have it? Do you want to let let everybody know what our group is? Our group for the outing tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, the golf uh, outing. It's going to be you and me, and this guy Kevin McKeon. I was told you would know who that is. Okay. He works uh, for the radio station. Okay. 
and then we're going to have play with some uh, some member of the Philadelphia Union soccer team. Good. Okay. Awesome. So that should be good. That should be fantastic. Yeah. I just hope the weather holds out. Man, a week ago, it looked perfect for this day. And as you get closer, it kept on going up and up percentage of rain. Yeah, 60% chance of rain now tomorrow. Now, what's the schedule like? When do we know that it's going to be impossible to play? Because are are we then going to come back and do the show if that's the case? Uh, Nay, they're going to hold out. When I was in in another one earlier this year where they had a two-hour delay to the start. So we actually, you know, everybody just sat there and drank for two hours. And then finally went out two hours late, only to be called back in after six or seven holes. My goodness. That's something right there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, we'll let everybody know how it goes tomorrow. Barrett's out, too. So we'll all be back. The two of us will be back on Wednesday. The three of us will be back for game day. How is the world going to deal without the middle for a Tuesday? They're going to demand that you put a video of the course. Is that right? Happening out there. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to be. All right. We appreciate everybody rolling. Thanks to Ron Culver. We're back. No OT today. We got a jet. Uh, If Barrett were here, maybe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.